Welcome to Pineland Underground, the official podcast of the United States Army's John F. Kennedy Special Warfare Center and School and the best podcast in the military. Bold, real, and unrestricted. Support the resistance by liking and subscribing on whatever outlet you listen to us on. This helps us expand our listenership. We're your hosts, Major Bobby Tuttle, Sergeant Major Chuck Ritter, and welcome to Pineland Underground. All right, today's episode is going to be pretty short, just ringing in the new year. We want to really cover really quick some of our accomplishments last year, which we're pretty proud of, and then what we're looking forward to, to getting ourselves into for the rest of this year. So, Bobby, this is the first time we've been back in the studio now for, what, almost a month, right? Yeah, since uh beginning of uh, December. So it's been a, been a couple weeks, that's for sure. Yeah. But welcome to 2023. Plan on taking a little break, so we didn't release anything. Uh, for the last couple weeks, but looking forward to getting back into it. We have some episodes in editing right now that we'll we'll be releasing soon. So you want to cover what we accomplished last year, what we thought we were going to try to accomplish, and what we actually... Yeah, so when we set out on this journey of starting and kind of rebranding Pineland Underground into the official podcast of the Special Warfare Center and School, our goal was to, you know, really a lofty goal, right? 50,000 listeners across the episodes relevant episodes, argumentative episodes, entertaining episodes, and things that are incredibly informative and insightful to Which is folks. hard, right? Because Special Warfare Center in school, like, who cares, right? Like, I wouldn't want to listen to that. Yeah. And definitely don't want to listen to some major and some sergeant major run their suck from the Special Warfare Center in school. And it's official military podcast, right? Yeah. Okay, it's probably going to be, you know... It's probably going to be real stupid. Scrutinized, uh, not censored, but definitely, you know, definitely scrutinized a bit and then under a fine-tooth comb. It's going to be like AFN, right? Like you're... Your awesome AFN commercials. <laughs> no, but uh, with the trust and, you know, really the uh, the creative autonomy that was given to us as a team, when we started working together, you know, laid out our plan, you know, how we wanted to do this, who our listeners were, and how we wanted to tackle the, the topics, the themes, the guests, the inspirations, and the motivations across our force, across all three RSOF branches of civil affairs, psychological operations, and special forces. We set a goal of 50,000 listeners by the end of 2022, and not necessarily a... Uh, not listeners, listens. 50,000 like, um, listens. listens. Yeah. And you know the whole goal was hey, to make it successful, to get yeah. good feedback, qualitative feedback from people out there saying, hey, we like what you're doing. You know, Swick has a new brand within Pineland Underground, and it's no longer that kind of pejorative type term that we've really heard. It's, yeah, that's something I want to be a part of. That's a family I want to go to. And that's the institution that is really the tip of the spear of what we're doing within special operations. Yeah, and we crushed that goal, right? Yeah, so as of the 1st of January 2023, uh, we sat at just over 74,000 total listens across the episodes. So we have 55 episodes, total episodes in-house, and of that, uh, Chuck and I are responsible for, think about 35 of those, all within a year, you know, releasing those every two weeks with the occasional bonus episode just like this. So a huge shout out to the team that we've got. Jason Gambardella, who's sitting here right next to us listening, and uh, you know, our, our mastermind, really making sure it's professional and editing it for us. You know, uh, Tommy Stanley is no longer with our team, but uh, really helped us spark and ignite it. And then, of course, all of the the people we've had across the SWIFT team, the Office of Strategic Communications and the Public Affairs team, the commanding general, and the support. But really, huge shout out to the RSOF force and the people who are listening and giving us that credibility, giving this brand 
you know, really that, that street credit and encouraging us to continue doing what we're doing and get the message out of those inspirational people and stories that we want to get out to the force. So really big shout out to everybody out there listening right now. Thank you. And the whole way you just worded that, you get two officer points because it was officer-licious. It was, <laughs> it was great. You know, I'm proud of everything we've accomplished, and it's really, you know, like you said, it's that goes to the people that, that listen in and actually make it successful. But I just want to go over some future episodes, what we have in the shoot right now in editing and what we have planned, so have a solid understanding of where this is going to go in the future, and then hit one topic each that's on the minds of, you know, me and Bobby that we think is important coming up that we're going to focus on in the future, too. So real quick. So we've already done an episode with the Command Sergeant Major of the Special Warfare Center. That's in editing. That, that's going to come out pretty soon. Uh, we're doing one next week with the Special Operations Command Sergeant Major. He's about to be their new Sergeant Major of the Army, yes. CSM Weimer. We've got Hendricks Motorsports on the docket. They have the winningest team in NASCAR history. And the way they build their internal culture is it's impressive. So we're going to have them on and, and discuss the mechanics of building a winning team and how to create that culture. We're going to do a new surviving selection where we cover prepping yourself mentally and physically for any selection. And then we're going to do a deep dive into what to expect for special forces from somebody that's in the Q course right now, from what they expected to what they actually went through and how to better prep yourselves. And we got James Kerr coming on. He's author of Legacy, one yeah. of our favorite books. Uh, we talk about another another one on culture because we really define that. He breaks it down into, into terms that are that are pretty awesome and applicable to anybody. If, if I can just chime in right now real quick, Chuck. So as you talked about Hendricks Motorsports, you're talking about you know James Kerr and Legacy. He followed the All Blacks as the winningest rugby team in Sports in team. Sports winningest team in, sports team in, in, history, in right? history, for the record, yeah. Yeah, globally. That's where Special Operations gets a lot of the inspiration and ideas. You know, we compete on a daily basis. You know, we hire people, you know, men and women who are competitive and driven and have that grit. And we look to athletes who do it at a world-class high level so we kind of look at the traits that they do to bring in the right people, to onboard people, to instill that culture so people will be part of that team. And again, you have to try out for special operations, just like any of those entities at a world-class, high elite level. You know, you have to try out as well. You are the very top percentage. So these are great lessons we're going to pull from those people you know, out there who do it within the sports realm, within the business realm, and of course, as we do it within the Department of Defense realm. Yeah. If you haven't read Legacy, recommend read it. There's two books I ever recommend to people. It's reading Legacy and then Endurance. It's about the Shackleton expedition because, <sighs> you know, that. they got stuck for years, right? But he brought the whole crew back. You know, they found that ship, too. Yeah, the ship was cool. located yeah. just a few months ago. But a great story. If you ever feel like, oh, man, I should quit on something in life, you go back and read that story, you're like, wow, that was... The culture there, too, is pretty amazing to me that they were able to create that culture where everybody survived was was pretty cool. But anyway, let's go to topics. You want to you wanna hit yours first, or should I go with what's on my mind? No, I'll hit mine real quick. So I had a great conversation with a buddy of mine. Again, we're coming out of the holidays. And you just came out of Christmas and New Year's. And one of the most unique things I think we have in special operations is we have, one, we train our people to a very high level. You know, they spend time on a, a team, whatever the detachment level is within civil affairs, PSYOP, and special forces. But once they grow and develop and they've got that experience, understand how the team works, move out of command position, then in a staff position, we continue to progress those people. And as their careers continue to progress, you know, they have the opportunity to move out and serve as in liaison type positions or functional area type positions where they do something a little bit more niche for the Army, the big Army in general but they have a special operations background and training and experiences. And so I was talking to a buddy of mine. He works at the 
HQDA, so the headquarters of the Department of the Army out in Tokyo for the Japanese Self-Defense Force, and he is an American Special Forces soldier who's now a FAO, Foreign Area Officer, and he is fluent in Japanese. And I just want to say, like, one of the most unique things that we have is we grow our people, uh, continue to progress them, and we move them out across the globe to places and implant them as onesies and twosies to really be ground sensors, advisors, provide coaching and mentorship, and then see where we, the United States, and our special operations wing of the military can best fit in to assist, to help out, to influence, or provide resources and leadership and support. And so that's been on my mind as you know, there's great opportunities across the globe where we send special operations people and that, those onesies and twosies to work out of embassies, to work with larger military entities as we had the S-Fabulous. You know, we've got soft people, our soft people in the S-Fab working with conventional force units across the globe, not just special operations. And that really pays tribute to our ability to partner with people, to understand people, know them on that cultural basis, develop real relationships around, yeah, the military, but yes, around family, or yes, around travel and adventure. And we send people out across the globe, and it's just kind of awe-inspiring in how well we do that, and then what they continue to do. Maybe a little tethered to the soft environment, but they're out there doing great things on our behalf, and they're acting as sensors for our people and making sure that the United States is well represented out to to the globe. That's been on my mind. I like it. Yeah. And shout out, that was Major Derek Smith, a longtime first grouper who I spent time in Okinawa with, you know, taking his family out to Tokyo and doing great things you know, with the Japanese at, at the headquarters of the Department of the Army. So. Nice. Hell yeah. Well, I guess it's over to me then, huh? Over to you, Chuck. What's on your mind, man? The big thing on my mind lately has been the Ukraine war, right? Regardless of what your opinion is on the war itself, the lessons that we can take from it, I think, are pretty incredible. You know, I think if we don't wrap our heads around this sooner rather than later, we're going to find ourselves in a pretty big deficit because this is this is let's go gone wild, right? This is everything you'd ever want to know about a conflict. And I spend a couple hours a day just, just studying the war. I look at all the stuff coming out of Russia, the stuff coming out of Western stuff and the things we have access to, right? And then looking at some of the lessons learned. But this is one of those wars where they're using everything that is technologically available but on the flip side, too, what happens when it gets shut off, right? Russians' jamming capabilities are incredible. I found that out in Syria to where they can shut up everything. So find yourself in an environment where you have to be able to use all the technology and all the advances that we have. But what happens when it's shut off? What happens when it's so cold outside for so long you don't have power generation that you don't have any more batteries for your more ballistic computer and you don't have GPS? So now you're running on paper maps. You're having to use your plotting boards. But then on the flip side of that, how to use all your drones and all the cool guy stuff that's available and I would just say that there's some really cool studies out there. Rusi came out with a recent study where they went on the ground in Ukraine and they took a bunch of the captured documents from the Russians when they came down from Belarus and Kiev. And it really studied what was Russia planning to do, what was their thought process, what actually happened, and then how did it play out on the ground from the Ukraine side. And it comes down, there's a lot of luck involved with what happened, but the ability of the Ukrainians to self-organize and work in a mission command environment for actual villages to self-organize. There was a whole village that had no military there, but they self-organized and they came up with a way to deter a whole Russian special operations component coming in, which was pretty incredible. But just going through those kind of studies and wrapping our heads around what is happening there on the ground and how can we apply that in our own special operations or even just in the military when it comes to large-scale combat operations or MDO, you know, multi-domain operations. Like, that's the real deal right there, and there can be a lot learned. And I think if you're in the military and you're not studying that, you're probably missing out because 
you can gain a lot from that. I mean, I do every day. I'm like, wow, this is another cool thing that the other day I was reading a study that Russians jamming, like it was 90% effective. And I saw it in Syria, like they're, they're very good at certain things. They have some systems that are almost terrifying to look at if they could pull it off. Like their fire control systems for artillery is, is terrifying when you look at what it's designed to do with, with what their, you know, their Orland 10 and the 30 are designed to do with their systems and fire support computers, but they just can't, they can't actually pull it off, thankfully. But just seeing what those capabilities are and how it's been playing on the ground, it's for any future conflict, whether it's with China or Russia or even what we're doing with deterrence around the globe, it's it's something you should dig into and, and see what's going on. And to help you dig into some of that, we're going to focus our next few Pineland Underground episodes on some of those lessons and the situation that's currently unfolding over there. Again, so we're going on a year, almost a year of large-scale combat operations in Ukraine, and these are things that our military and our professionals in this line of service are watching very closely and learning from. You know, like you just said, Chuck, like, okay, technologically savvy weapon systems and incredibly technologically savvy individuals, but also the ability to flip that switch and go super rudimentary Map with and compass, analog right? products, which, you know, for a lot of our, our listeners out there, that's the way that things were kind of in your earlier days, but you got to be the jack of all trades. Yeah, you got to do, do both. both, right? Yep. No. If you want to have success and survivability and lethality on the battlefield, you got to be able to do both. So we're going to bring in some guests here in the next few weeks to focus on some of these these lessons, things that we're seeing, some more common themes on this, and then some parallels to things that happened in the past that we're seeing right now too. This is a hell of a time to be in special operations you know, as far as seeing the way we're moving forward and moving forward in the right direction with our partners is incredible right now. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good year. I'm excited. Real quick, I've toned down my voice, right? Because, you know, after Chewy just destroyed me on that one episode where he's talking about my my snap it to a Slim Jim voice. I'm going to bring that back occasionally, right? But I've had, you know, we've got the editor. He's he's turning down the bass of my voice now. So he's actually, you know, because I sound so awesome that he's actually editing it to where I don't sound, you know, so bassy. So I appreciate that over there, Jason. I just thought you had a few hotty toddies over the holiday with that, that honey and the tea as you yeah, kind of sip I those mean, out of your little, little teapots. It's hard sounding this awesome, you know. That's my two strengths and weaknesses in life, Bobby. Sounding too awesome? No. How my sheer awesomeness and how much humility I have in life. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, so again, this is a quick Bobby and Chuck experience too. Every once in a while, we'll just drop an episode, talk about what's on our mind. But we wanted to come in out of the holiday and into the new year. One, say we truly appreciate everybody out there who listens to this, who has shared, who has provided feedback and suggestions and connected us with other great people that we can have on the show. It's truly about having a dialogue amongst professionals, but also making sure that you know our audience members know what it is special operations does can prepare to join our regiment and is excited is motivated and uh, again we want to thank you all for the success of pineland underground and continuing to promote the john f kennedy special warfare center and school this one's short because i have to go outside and yell at people for walking on the grass do they have road belts on i don't know we're gonna go find out uh, all right. Again, if you guys like us, you know, please do. Please like us. Please leave feedback. us a five star review. Yeah. Uh, you know, leave, cool. leave some good comments. Yeah. We're all about that. We read them. We appreciate them. We take them all very seriously, and uh, we want to share that success and uh, that feedback across our team here. Yeah. And you can email us too, right? At pinelandunderground at gmail Like, reach out. Like, let us know what you think. It could be good, bad. We're gonna read it. We'll get back with you. All right. Thanks for joining us in Pineland Underground. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.